0: Good afternoon. Please your Bible Mark chapter fifteen. Thank you, Jake. Mark fifteen, verse one. It says, "And early in the morning, the chief priests and with the elders and the scribes and the whole council immediately held a consultation and the binding." The hands and binding Jesus, he led him away and delivered him to Pilate. Can you imagine binding the hands of Jesus? That's what I want to talk about. Binding the hands. They put handcuffs on Jesus Christ. He said, I spoke openly in the synagogue. I didn't lie. Everything I said, everybody knows. And then you come in the middle of the night, they bound the hands of Jesus. And I thought about that. And it's so clear that we can do the same thing. You and I, we can bind his hands. If we will not obey the gospel, you know what you're doing? You're binding the hands. Jesus can't help you. He can't help me. He can't if we don't obey the gospel, you know what you're doing? You're putting handcuffs on Jesus. Because he came and he did so much for us. He died for us all we're binding the hands of Jesus you know I don't know if you're aware of that we do a weekly broadcast on the radio and it's a Q&A session and I was talking one day about the women not being able to be preachers and so the lady called me up she said they called me pastor she said pastor did I hear you right you said that the women can't preach I said no ma'am God did See I didn't write it God did She said God never said no such thing <laughs> See what she's doing is binding the hand of Jesus They came in the middle of the night And they took him away and they bound him They didn't have to bind him There was nothing that he didn't say openly He always spoke openly So when we do not obey the gospel You know what we're doing? We're putting handcuffs on Jesus Because Romans 1.16 Romans it says what? I am not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God unto salvation. Not baseball team. Not a football team. Not food and, fro- and frolic. Not Disney World. The only thing is the gospel. That's the gospel is the only thing of God that can save. It says the gospel is the power of God under salvation. And our congregations have been inundated with all of this outside stuff. And we think that that, that's going to bring people in. The only thing that the apostles used was the gospel. And if it was good enough for them, it's good enough for us. He says, unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. The gospel is what we need. And if you don't obey the gospel, you know what you're doing? You're putting handcuffs on Jesus because he can't help you. And he can't help me without obeying the gospel. That's why he said in Romans 8 verse 1. Romans 8 1 what did he say there
1: therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus mm-hmm. for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and of death
0: aren't you glad we're free yes. we're free from the sin we're free from the things everything, that, everything that, uh, that had us captured Jesus came and captured it sin had us captured Jesus captured it. death had us captured Jesus captured that. Satan had us captured. Je- everything that captured us, Jesus captured it. And we're free. That the king say free at last, free at last, thank God almighty. We're free at last. But there's only freedom found in one place, that's in Christ Jesus. And if you're not in Christ Jesus, you know what you're doing? You're putting handcuffs on Jesus. He can't help you. He can't do it. He can't go against your own will. That's the thing we have. We have our own will we want people to be saved and some people say well you people down there at the church of Christ all you do is preach baptism, baptism, baptism well it's more than baptism it's believing and doing what God says because if it was simply baptism you know what I would do I'd be out there on what's that Augusta and I'd be waiting I'd be perched down and when somebody comes you know what I'd do I'd grab them and baptize them (laughs) but it's more than that it's it's that you're hearing his word and believe. It's not just baptism. It's baptism by the right belief system. And what you do when you don't obey the gospel, you're putting handcuffs on Jesus. We can't do it. We cannot bind the hands of Jesus. And in 2 Peter 3.9, 2 Peter 3.9, you know what he said? He said, The Lord is not slight concerning his promises, as some men count slightness, but he's long-suffering, to usward Not willing that any should perish You know why this world is going on As it is today with all this evilness Because he's wanting somebody to come to repentance But the day we wake up And nobody's willing to come to repentance That's the day this world is going to stop But he's long suffering To usward Not willing that any should perish But all shall come to repentance But the day of the Lord will come though It's coming It's coming you know, we get so comfortable and complacent in the fact that God is good to us. and We have nice homes and we have nice cars. And we, but don't forget, he's still coming back. He's taking vengeance on them that know not God. And obey not the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And if you don't obey the gospel, guess what you're doing? You're putting handcuffs on Jesus. I'm asking you to take the handcuffs off today. And in 2 Thessalonians, brother. 2 Thessalonians 1 verse 7. 2 Thessalonians 1.7 And to give relief
1: to you who are afflicted And to us as well When the Lord Jesus will be revealed from heaven mm-hmm. With his mighty angels and
0: flame and fire Ma- Ma says, And to you who are troubled Rest with us When the Lord shall be revealed from heaven With his mighty angels You know when you get your rest? When God comes back Now is not the time to rest Now is the time to go to work Now is the time to invite your co-workers and, and invite your neighbors and now's the time to go we'll get our rest when jesus come back we'll work i don't know if you have that song in your book we'll work till jesus come you know why because we got to keep our hands up <laughs> we're the ones who's got to do this work we're the ones we're the pillar and the ground of the truth and so if you don't know okay what else does he say brother
1: Right. And to those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus.
0: If you don't obey the gospel, there's nothing Jesus can do for you. He's done it all. He's died for us. His son, His Father sent them, and He came and He died for us, and the Holy Spirit got those words and, and delivered them to His apostles, and His apostles had it written down. And if you don't take that, there's nothing else He can do for you. You're really putting handcuffs on Jesus. And when I read this, I'm thinking. The nerve to put handcuffs on Jesus. He, he, he never tried to hide. They said. He said who do you see? He said. They said Jesus of Nazareth. He said here I am. And they fell back. And he said let these go their way. He never hid from anybody. And here they are putting handcuffs on Jesus. And I thought you and I. We can do the same thing. Not only that. We put handcuffs on Jesus. when we start walking in the light. We have to live right. It's important for you to live right. It's important for me to live right because we have an influence. We have an influence on our children. We have an influence on our grandchildren. We have an influence on our great-great-grandchildren. It's like throwing a pebble into the water and the rings just, the ripples just go out, out, out. How you live your life, you might not see your great-great-grandchild, but you can have an effect on them on the way we live our lives. And that's why I don't want you to bind the hand of Jesus. You have to walk in the light as he's in the light. And so the Bible tells me in 1 John 1.5. 1 John 1.5, this then is the message which we have heard from him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness. For if we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not and and not do not the truth. If you say you have fellowship with God and you're living in darkness, darkness and light, they can't can't get along together. They can't cohabitate. If you're walking in the darkness, you're not right with Jesus because God is light and in him is no darkness whatsoever. So if you stop walking in the light, you know what you're doing? You're putting handcuffs on Jesus. He can't help us. But if we repent, you remember that the prodigal went off and he went into the far country and everything always looked good over there in the far country, doesn't it? Look like they're having fun and they're having Sunday brunches and they're going to the games and it looks so great. But when you get over there in that far country, you're going to find out the friends you thought you had, not friends at all. And when his money ran out, his friends ran out. And he found himself in the hog pen getting ready to eat the, the stuff that hogs eat. Have you ever slopped hogs? Do you know what hogs eat? And here this Jewish kid is getting ready to eat this stuff. But he said in my father's house, he had many servants. I'm going to get up and I'm going to go to my father and I'm going to say, Father, I have sinned against you. I have sinned against God. Take me back as one of your children. I mean, as one of your servants. And as he came back, I could see his father afar off and looking for him. And when he saw his son coming, he ran, ran and embraced his son. And the, and the son said father I have sinned against you and against God I'm no one and, and the father said be quiet boy <laughs> he said go get a ring and put it on my son's finger you go get some shoes and put it on my son's feet you go get a a, a, a coat and put it on my, my son that was dead is now alive again but if you start walking in the light you know what you're doing you're putting handcuffs on Jesus He can't help you. If you make a mistake, just get up, brush yourself off, repent, and come back home. Because he's like sitting on the porch waiting for you to come home. And so there's no partially coming back. Once we come back, we are the children of God. We're the children of the Almighty God. And I want you to know, you can't stop. You don't stop Jesus from doing his work. If you stop walking in the light, you bind his hands. The Bible says, in Ephesians 5, 7, in Ephesians 5, 5, 7. He says, But you therefore be partakers with him, for you were sometime darkness, and now you are light And in the Lord. Walk as children in the light. There should be nothing to hide in our life. What's there to hide? There's nothing for us to hide. You know, my wife can answer my phone. Can your wife answer your phone? Can your husband answer your phone? We don't have anything to hide. Our life should be an open book. You know why? Because we're walking in the light. As God would have us, if we walk in the light as he's in the light, then you have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus cleanses us from most of our sins. You're supposed to say no. The blood of Jesus cleanses us from all of our sins. But we got to walk in the light. Brother, I'm telling you, nobody want to put handcuffs on Jesus. Let Jesus do his job. You ever seen people and you try to, they try to tell you how to do your job. We all got here on somebody's shoulders. We didn't just get here. Maybe it was your parents that raised you in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Maybe it was a preacher that inspired you. Or maybe it was something in your life that caused you, but we all are standing on somebody's shoulders. We didn't get here by ourselves. You know, sometimes people get a little job and they think there's something better than somebody else. They don't know somebody had to, had to go through something for them to get that little bit of job. And we have to treat people the way we want to be treated. What I'm trying to tell you is that we have to walk in the light. It doesn't matter what we have. We're no better than anybody else. You can have all the money in the world. It's no better. You're no better. We all are children of God. And we have to walk in the light as he is in the light. And we have to be cognizant of the fact that we didn't get here by ourselves. You who have parents who raised you in the, in the, in the lowest church. That's great. Some people had to struggle to find the church on their own. And then you're trying to raise your children in the Lord's church. And you're trying to go on and on and on. That's our job. But you got to walk in the light. You can't be afraid of people investigating our lives because we walk in the light. And when you stop walking in the light, you know what you're doing? You're putting handcuffs on Jesus. He can't help you. we got to do it the way God wants us to do it. So I'm asking us today to take the handcuffs off of Jesus. And in John 3.20, brother. John 3.20. What does he say there?
1: For everyone who does evil hates the light, Mm -hmm. does not come to the light for fear that his deeds will be exposed. Right. But he who practices the truth comes to the light, Mm -hmm. so that his deeds may be manifested as having been wrought in God.
0: We don't mind people investigating our lives. No, nobody has a perfect background. If you say your background is perfect, you know what, you're lying. We all have skeletons in the closet. But we're all walking in the light right now. We're trying to do what's right right now. You know, you always find those schoolmates and say, Well, I remember what you did back in fifth grade. <laughs> I remember what you did when you were at the twelfth. No, I'm not back right there now. I'm walking in the light now. I'm with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Don't let anybody keep you back to what you used to be. Because we're aspiring more. That's right, brother. We're expiring more than this. We're trying to make it to heaven. And so that's what we're trying to do. But you got to walk in the light and keep on going. Because our children and our grandchildren and all our great, great, they're looking at us. And it's important that we do what we're supposed to do. And Ephesians 5.12. Ephesians 5.12 says, For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done in them in the secret. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. Whatsoever whatsoever doth make manifest is light wherefore he said awake thou that sleepeth and arise from the dead for Christ shall be give thee light Christ is light and we reflect that light so Ephesians 4 verse 25 Ephesians 4:25 we used to be one thing but we changed now brother Ephesians 4:25 what does he say there brother
1: therefore Uh Now we
0: used to lie But we laid that aside Guess what we speak The truth What else brother
1: For we are members of one another Mm -hmm. Be angry and yet do not sin Now we used to get
0: angry at the drop of a dime Or at the drop of a hat Or whatever you want to drop (laughs) None of you ever had anger problems right (laughs) I mean I know it's a good congregation Y'all got some good brothers here brother (laughs) nobody's ever get angry we used to get angry like that but what happened what do we do now read now we don't let the sun go down in our anger brother I'm sorry sister I'm sorry I didn't mean to step on your feet five times I'm sorry it's an accident we don't let the sun why, why don't we let the sun go down in anger do not
1: give the devil an opportunity.
0: you know when we're angry at one another you know who, who wins the devil he'll come in here and break us all apart what I'm showing you is that we're walking in the light. We used to be like this, but now we're like this. We made a transformation. What else, brother? He who
1: steals? Let's steal
0: no You know, we used to steal. You said, Well, I never stole well, You ever you ever brought any pens home from work? <laughs> uh you ever put somebody in income tax social security on your income tax form? Or you 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 must have done something wrong. But we don't do that anymore. He who steal what? let him steal no more. What else brother? But
1: rather he must labor performing with his own hands what is good.
0: Not only do we not steal we work and we perform with our own hands that is good. And what do we do with our money?
1: But you have something to share with one who has
0: So we give to somebody else. We don't take now we give. It's better to be a giver than a taker. It's always blessed, more blessed to give than to take. You know how good it feels when you can help somebody? Makes you feel 10 feet tall. I'd rather be in a position for, uh, to help you than to ask you to help me. It's better to give than it is to, to take. What else, brother? Let
1: no impulsive word proceed from your mouth. Now, we don't
0: speak those four-letter words. We don't speak that kind of stuff. We don't use those off-color jokes because we walk in the light as he's in the light. And, and if we walk in the light as he's in the light, then the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all. I'm showing you our transformation. I'm showing you what we used to be to what we are. You ever watch those uh, programs that we, where they fix up houses and they always show sort them of, they're so dilapidated? We have one in Florida. It's called zombie houses. <laughs> it's the worst of the worst of the worst. But when they get done with it, it's beautiful. That's what God did with us. He, he, he fixed us up, brother. He propped us up and now when we smile, you can see the gleam off our teeth. It's just so great because God has been so good to us. But you got to walk in the light. If you don't walk in the light, you know what you're doing? You're putting handcuffs on you. He can't help you. He can't help me if we don't do what God tells us to do. What else, brother?
1: But only such a word as is good for edification according to the need of the moment. But it will give grace to those who
0: we don't speak words to tear people down. We speak words to build people up. We watch what we say and how we say it. And we only use those words that's going to build people up. You know, we have uh, young uh, people and, and the older people need to encourage them and build them up. And that's what we need to do. We need to speak the type of words that elevate people, not knock people down. But when you do that other stuff, God can't, Jesus can't help us. What else, brother?
1: Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, mm-hmm. by whom you were sealed to
0: redemption. Now, when you do all of this stuff, guess what you do? You are grieving the Holy Spirit. When you live that, when you live that way and not transform, you're grieving the Holy Spirit. What else, brother? Let all bitterness, and wrath. How much? All of it. And anger and clamor and slander
1: be put away
0: from you. What's clamor? Just a bunch of noise. You ever heard a clamor? People, you ever heard people talking and they just making noise? They not put all that stuff away. Anger, bitterness, clamor—let that stuff be put away. Why, brother? Along with all
1: malice. Mm-hmm. Be kind
0: to one another. Right.
1: Tender heart. Why? Forgiving each other. Mm-hmm. God and Christ also. Because Christ
0: forgave us. I'm telling you, we got to walk in the light. If we fall down, get back up. Brush yourself up. But don't do wrong and think you're still right with God. You're binding in the hand of Jesus. He can't help us if we don't get up and brush ourselves up. The Father is waiting for you with open arms. All you have to do is come back. He won't make you a servant. He'll make you a son. Take that ring and put it on your finger. That ring was a, 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 a signet ring. That ring showed you who were part of that family. Everybody in that family had that signet ring. Those garments will show that you are a part of everything that God put on his son Jesus God put on his son the prodigal son showed that ownership that he loved us I'm asking you today don't bind the hand of Jesus but you know what happened we look like in 2nd Peter 2 20 this is what happens when you walk off from the Lord it says for if after you have escaped the pollutants of the world through the knowledge of our Lord And Savior Jesus Christ. And they are again entangled therein. And overcome the latter. Is worse than the the beginning. He's saying. And once you come out of the world. And you go back into that. It's worse than the beginning. And he's going to give you a figure of what it looks like. It says. For it has happened. Verse 2 Peter 2.22. But it has happened unto them. According to a true proverb. A dog is returned to his vomit. That's not a pretty picture is it. Or a sow, a, a sow being washed return again into the mire. You know what? It seems like when I, when I wash my car and my wife can find every puddle out there. She goes through every puddle out there. Or you've ever seen these dogs that are sick and they're trying to get up everything that they can out of their stomach. And then they go and find some grass and eat the grass. And then they go right back and consume the thing that made them sick in the first place. That's the way we look, brother, when we go back into the world. And you know when you do that? You know what you're doing? You're binding the hands. It can't help you. Don't bind Jesus' hands. They bound his hands, but we can't do it. And one more thing I want you to know. When you stop working for the Lord, you're binding the hands of Jesus. There's so much work to be done. It's not just Bryant's responsibility. It's all us. We are all family together. And the Bible says... And Mark twenty-five, verse forty-four. Mark twenty-five, forty-four. Then they also will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and thirsty, or a stranger and naked, or sick or in prison, and did not minister unto you? And then he answered and said to them, and Surely I say unto you, Inasmuch as you did not it unto the least one of these, you did not it unto me. And all of these shall go away into everlasting punishment. And the righteous into everlasting life. Just go to work, brother. So much work to be done. There's people to ask. Just ask Our job is just to ask. We can't make them. But we can ask. We can invite. We can now you can send uh, YouTube videos or you no, know, now this technology. You don't have to do anything. Just click on technology. You know, sometimes technology is bad, but it can be good. We can use it to, 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 to promote God. When you stop working, you know what you're doing? You're minding the hands of God. Nobody has a free ride in the Church of Christ. Everybody has their work. He said, go into all the world, preach the gospel. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. How do we go into all the world? We got to get out there. We got to ask people. We got to search. We, they're not going to come in here. It would be great if we opened that door and every, this building was full, full but it's not going to happen unless we work so when you start working you know what you're doing? you're binding the hands of Jesus don't put handcuffs on Jesus please he has done too much for us and in Romans I'm sorry in um, Matthew 5.14 brother Matthew 5.14 what does he say there?
1: You mm-hmm
0: You know what we are? We're a city that's on a hill. They can see us from miles apart. I don't know. uh, I know Brother Maxwell's been on Alligator Alley. But when you go on Alligator Alley at night and you're coming toward Fort Lauderdale, it's just darkness. But you can see the lights to the city afar off. And you know you're getting close to home. And you imagine a dark night. And all you can see the lights to that city. That's what you and I are. We're a city that's set on a hill. And we're supposed to be bringing people to the Lord. But when you start working, you know what you're doing? You're putting handcuffs on Jesus. What else, brother?
1: Nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket. Uh But on the lampstand. Right. And it gives light to all who are in the house. That's
0: what a light does. The light lights up the house. Noah what's the reason for for turning on a light? So you can see. You don't put it on a basket. What else, brother?
1: Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your father who is.
0: We're supposed to let our light shine that people can see it. But you know what? We don't take the glory God does. It's too many people trying to steal God's glory. Look what I've done, and look how great I am, and brushing the shoulders off. It's not about you, it's about God. That you may glorify your Father. That's who gets the glory. There's too many big chiefs in the world here, doctor this and pastor this and bishop this and apostles and this and that. You know what i tell you what? They all well, when Jesus comes back. Everybody's going to be bowed in front of Jesus. Your doctor, bow. Your pastor, bow. Your, your, your apostle, bow. Everybody, every knee's going to bow. And every tongue's going to confess to the glory of the Father that Jesus Christ is Lord. It doesn't matter what man says, it only matters what God says. And there's too many people trying to steal the glory of God. You let your light shine and it's good. We're supposed to let our light shine. We're supposed to keep working, but we don't take the glory of God does. Amen, brothers and sisters. God gets the glory. I figured I would get an amen from that, but that's all right. That's all right. All right. In Matthew, in Matthew, uh, twenty five twenty four. What does he say, that brother? Matthew twenty five twenty four. And
1: the one also who had received one talent came up and said, Master. Uh I knew you would be a hard man, mm-hmm. reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered no seed. Mm-hmm. And I was afraid and went away and hid your talents in the ground. Mm-hmm. See, you have what is yours.
0: You know what it says? If you keep read, reading, it says, take and throw that in unprofitable servant into outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And I consider outer darkness as hell. You know what the man went to hell for doing? Nothing. You know what we can go to hell for doing? Nothing. God expects something to us. He expects us to work. He expects us. When you stop working, you know what you're doing? You're binding the hands of Christ. They took that unprofitable servant and took that talent and gave it to the five-talent man. And he threw this man into outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth for doing nothing. And I'm telling you, that's a warning to us. That's a warning that we must continue to work for the Lord. And then when you stop, you, what you're doing is you're binding the hands of Jesus. And of course, you remember John four thirty-five. I'm sure you are aware of this t- passage, where he said in John four thirty-five, "Say not that there are yet four more months; then cometh the harvest. Behold, I say, lift up your eyes and look at the fields, for they are white ready." For harvest. Can you see the field just white out there? The, the harvest needs to be picked. Somebody's got to go out and get it. Everybody's not going to want God, but there are a few out there. You got to go out. The, the harvest is ready. We just need somebody to go to work. We need reapers. We need people going to go and, and, and harvest the crop. But the harvest is plenteous, but the labors are few. And I'm trying to tell you, when you start working for God, you're dying in the hands of Jesus. Because one of these days he's coming back. When you come back, we don't want to be that. So when you when you stop obeying the gospel, when you don't obey the gospel, what you doing? You're binding the hand of Jesus. When you stop walking in the light, you're binding the hand of Jesus. And when you start working for the Lord, you're binding the hands of Jesus. Because Jesus is coming back one day. The first time Jesus came, he came riding on a borrowed donkey. The next time Jesus come back, He's going to come riding on the clouds of joy. The first time Jesus came, he hung, bled, and died. The second time he come, he's going to sit, reign, and rule. The first time Jesus came, he came incognito. The second time he comes back, every eye shall see him. The first time Jesus came, he came, and people sped on him, and they beat him, and they ridiculed him. The second time he comes back, every knee's going to bow. Every tongue's going to confess to the glory of the Father. He's coming back. He's coming back. And you can't buy in his hands. All oh, those persons that spit on him, that's one thing. And those people that slapped him, that's one thing. Those people that gave him a crown of thorns, that's one thing. And they buried him in a borrowed tomb, but he got up. But when he comes back, I bet you they won't spit on him dead. I bet you they won't give him a crown of thorns then. He's coming back, brothers and sisters. And I'm asking you today not to bind the hands of Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, the first time he came, it seemed like it was one thing, but it's another. The first time he came, uh, Herod he stood before Herod and Pilate. The next time he comes, Herod and Pilate's going to be standing in front of him. I'm telling you, you better get on the lower side. There's only one right side. That's the lower side. I'm
1: asking you to be, to be right with God. The first time he came, he came by himself. But the next
0: time he comes, he's coming with his mighty angels and flaming fire and taking vengeance on them that know not God or obey not the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Maybe there's someone here today who's willing to come down this side. Give me your hand in Christ's off. Say, I want to hear his word, Brother Jackson. Faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I want to believe what he says. Hebrews 11, 12, but without faith it's impossible to please him. He that comes to God must believe that he is. Oh, I want to repent. Luke 13, 3, I tell you, you may accept me repent. We're all going to pass I want to confess with the mind. And I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And I'm not done yet, Brother Jackson. I want to be baptized for the remission of my sins. And I'll be going out into a liquid break of baptism. And I'll come up as a new creature of Christ. I'll look the same on the outside. I won't be the same on the inside. I don't talk to people that way. I don't treat people that way. Because I got a home. I got a place where I'm trying to get to. I'm asking you to date. To hear his word, believe, repent, confess, and be baptized, and be added to the church that you believe about in the Bible. Because I don't want you to handcuff Jesus. And if you aren't baptized for the remission of your sins, you know what you're doing? You're handcuffed Jesus. Amen. Maybe there's some here today that are not living like right. you're a Christian and you've gone off into other things and other pursuits, but there's nothing else out there. There's only one Savior, and that's in Jesus Christ. I'm asking you today not to find the hand of Jesus, but love him the way he loved us. Because when he comes back, he's going to get the glory and honor he deserves. So I'm asking you to give it to him too. So
1: let that be known as we better be standing standing Number 335.